It's gone now uh, 10 minutes to the hour of 7 o'clock for the next 5 to 7 minutes or so. We want to be speaking to Lorenzo David Sabra. Absolutely. So following the announcement of the national lockdown imposed earlier this year and due to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, Community Chest embarked on a food relief program to address hunger in marginalized communities. Now the Cape Town-based NGO has now released its online impact report on the scope of its work during the seven-month period from the 1st of April to the 31st of October 2020 entitled Hunger A Quest for Justice. Joining us online this morning, Community Chess CEO Lorenzo Davids. Good morning, good to be chatting. Good morning, it's great to be with you guys again. Thank you. So, Lorenzo, perhaps let's understand, you know, in terms of the work that was done before we get into the report, you know, basically highlighting the past seven months or so for us. Yeah, I think, you know, that uh, South Africans, in, in some strange way, uh, showed huge surprise at the levels of hunger that we encountered during the lockdown period. And and in, in, in a perverse way, that's quite sad that we were so shocked by the hunger because that hunger is not new. It's always been there. What COVID-19 did, as we saw from so many reports on television and in the media, is that the hunger was just exposed. The depth of a hunger crisis was exposed. People had lived with this hunger for decades. 31 million people in this country do not have access to food security. And so the, the virus, the pandemic, really compounded, exposed, and brought to the fore the state of hunger in this country. And that's now, the, I think, what all of our priorities are, is to address this issue of food security in this country. Certainly. Now, of course, over the past few months, Lorenzo, we've seen organizations such as Communities play an integral role and a vital role in our communities in terms of providing, um, you know, food and, and relief to these hungry communities. Perhaps, you know, sharing with us in terms of what exactly did the relief report um, sort of say? I think the, the key thing that, that we found through our report and through the, the work that we've been doing is to showcase the fact that um, a food security and food justice is very clearly linked. Food security is the fact that I can eat food, uh, you know, when, when I'm hungry, I have access to food. But food justice for us was this notion that this is not something that people should be standing in line for. This is not something that people should be begging a government or an NGO to serve to them. Food justice is this notion that we should be providing these things at frequency and at regularity so that people don't have to be shamed into standing into lines and queues for food. And and so part of the debate has moved from this notion of food security, which is I can just go to a soup kitchen or to a religious entity or to a uh, school and get a meal there or to a government feeding point. But food justice means that it is my right to be to be to be uh, to be fed. It's my right to have nutrition that feeds me and my family and my children, and I should be provided with that in times of crisis. Um, and and I think the big debate in South Africa has moved um, to one of food justice. It's unfair that people cannot eat. There's nowhere in the world where that. A denial of access to food is deemed to be appropriate, and in our country in particular. Certainly. Now, you know, speaking about food justice, perhaps sharing with us in terms of community chest, you know, how were you able to exercise that during the lockdown? So, yeah, thank you. The, the, the core issue for us was, was to work uh, on, on three or four platforms. The one is obviously food boxes that we supplied uh, during this period. And uh, we were very successful in terms of the, the food boxes that we did. We did food vouchers. We did bulk food supplies. We did uh, partnerships with the restaurants. We did, obviously, people gave us financial contributions. And then we fed homeless people as a priority. Uh, during this period, 
um, that we were busy with. We did food parcels to the value of about 5,458 food parcels. Each of those food parcels were designed by the University of Stellenbosch for us and um, basically ensured that the nutritional value of the food box was important. This is one of the things that we often miss in the food relief or food justice business and, and work is that we put food parcels together, but they don't constitute a nutritional meal. Mm. And the consequence of that is that people become hungry more often and more frequently uh, and sooner too. So constituting a food parcel is not just putting rice and bread and soup in a box and giving it to people. Yeah. It's making sure that the meal that you give them is nutritionally sound so that the hunger do, does not come back sooner than what it is supposed to. And so we were very careful to pack a box that was worth about 400 rand with, with the meats, the fish, the veg that they require and the beans that they require so that within a 24-hour cycle, the hunger would not be as severe. Mm. And, and that was a key part of how we strategized this. And then we also found out from Salambosh University that a nutritious meal for any human individual in this country assessed by uh, various institutes that do food security was that a nutritious meal cost around 25 rand a day, which was quite surprising to us because all of us think that it was much lower. You can give somebody a meal and it costs only five rand. But a nutritious meal in this country cost about 25 rand. Um, and, uh, and so that was quite an eye-opener to us to put together a nutritious meal. And, and that's how we worked on, on this. We also worked in partnership with, obviously, uh, uh, the Solidarity Fund and others to do these food distributions over time. We distributed 219 food vouchers. And in, in, yeah, over this period, we, we distributed uh, 300 and we, well, we, we organized 348,000 feeding days, which we were very pleased with. Lorenzo, if I can also just come in here very yeah. quickly. Now, if we were to look at the, the six food relief uh, platforms, can I talk us through yeah. that? Yeah. So, so we did vouchers, uh, for example. One of the things we found is that vouchers had a quicker turnaround time. In fact, vouchers was a more dignifying experience for people because they would not, yes. they would not display their poverty, mm. for example. Mm. You know, go stand mm. somewhere for for hour or two in a line and walk away with a, with a bucky. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it does have a sense of, diminishing dignity and causing embarrassment sometimes in some people. And especially as the food crisis expanded, more people were joining it. People who not, don't traditionally needed food were now standing in food lines. And so we, so we did the food vouchers and we, we would, you know, people would call us up and say, I need food. And we'd say to them, can you take a voucher? And they said, yes, we'd love to get a voucher. And so our voucher constituted somewhere between 400 and 500 rand per food voucher that we gave out and then we also we also did a bulk food supply to the homeless sector uh, we worked in partnership with many agencies to provide them uh, with food across um, you know from what we call dignity shops we set up dignity shops where right. um, the, the the notion was that you could come and buy the food you need and not the food you could afford which was quite an interesting tagline mm. so people would come uh, we had a we had a dignity shop in uh, in montague for example in that community where they could come with five rand and we'll still give them the food they need and not only the food they could afford to buy right now there is and, yeah I've, I've, I've got to wrap up and i've got about okay, 30 no seconds problem. left i want to know how it is that the community can the community can also be part of this and to also contribute is there is there any way they can do that yeah the community can definitely part part a they can ask us for food and we will certainly make available whatever we have especially over this time and secondly they can go to our website or they can mail me they can mail me at info at comchest info at comchest dot org dot za 
and we will gladly respond to them and participate uh, with them around collective uh, food action. We very we, we welcome any community input. Right. Let's leave it at that. Uh, Lorenzo Davids, community chief, uh, talking to us.